Labor's lost. Then wishes snow and May's newfangled mirth. Number sixteen, moonbeam, from a midsummer night's dream, to fan the moonbeams from his sleeping eyes. Number seventeen, laughable, from the Merchant of Venice. Though Nestor swear the just be laughable. Number eighteen. Madcap from Love's Labor's Lost. That last is Byron, the merry madcap lord. Number nineteen. Swaggering from A Midsummer Night's Dream. What hempen home spuns have we swaggering here, so near the cradle of the fairy queen? Number twenty. Eyeball. From a midsummer night's dream, and make his eyeballs roll with wanted sight. Chapter three, General Facts, Part one, Number twenty one. In fifteen ninety seven, Shakespeare bought the second largest house in Stratford upon Avon, which was called New Place. But he didn't actually move in until sixteen ten. He retired there, although he did carry on occasionally visiting London until around 1614. Number 22. In 1623, two of Shakespeare's colleagues, John Hemmings and Henry Condell, published Mr. William Shakespeare's comedies, histories, and tragedies, which contains 36 of his plays. It is our only true source text for around 20 of these, and is a reliable reference for the others. Today, this collection is referred to as the First Folio, Number Twenty-Three. With his fellow businessmen, in 1599, Shakespeare built a theater in London on the south bank of the Thames called the Globe. Number Twenty-Four. The Royal Shakespeare Company today sells around half a million tickets every year for its various performances. Number Twenty-Five. The reason that Shakespeare wrote his book of sonnets was because an outbreak of the plague in Europe resulted in all of London's theaters being closed for two years, from 1592 to 1594. Without the demand for plays, Shakespeare turned his talents to an alternative literary art form. Number 26. Some of Shakespeare's contemporaries looked down on him, particularly because he hadn't attended university. Others correctly believe he would go on to become one of history's greats. The first folio, for instance, contains a preface from Ben Jonson, which hails Shakespeare as not of an age, but for all time. Number twenty-seven. Shakespeare's plays have been translated into more than eighty languages, including Klingon. Number twenty-eight. Not only are Shakespeare's works performed in their original form. But also as a basis for many interpretations, one of the most famous is the musical West Side Story, which is essentially Romeo and Juliet set in 1950s New York. Number 29. According to reliable sources, Shakespeare wore an earring in his left ear. Number 30. Shakespeare's father had many different jobs during his life. But one particularly interesting one was as Stratford's official ale taster, meaning he got paid to drink beer. Chapter four, Shakespeare's quotes. 
Here are some of Shakespeare's most famous quotes. Number 31. This above all, to thine own self be true. From Hamlet, Act 1, Scene 3. Number 32. To be or not to be. That is the question. From Hamlet, Act 3, Scene 1. Number 33. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. From Julius Caesar, Act 3, Scene 2. Number 34. All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. From As You Like It, Act 2, Scene 7. Number 35. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? From Romeo and Juliet.